Well, it <laughs> ended on a hopeful note, uh, which This Is Us was uh, good at balancing hopefulness, hopelessness, despair, um, all in just a show where <clears throat> every episode, I think, with the exception of one, I was just a tearing, blubber, blubber, I can't even say the word blubbering mess. Um, and, uh, but it was good. Good, good cries. Uh, good cries, um, for every episode was something, uh, that I needed for, for every episode. So, um, yeah, this last one, uh, I guess tied up everything nicely, um, really over the, the, the lives of, um, of Rebecca and Jack, um, you know, but it was like, oh, Miguel was just always a side character, and it's like, you know, Miguel was married to Rebecca probably longer or as long as Jack, but, you know, un- understandably, I guess, Jack was, uh, the, the first love and, and, um, the one, I guess, if you really had to grow Rebecca and if she really had to tell the truth that, um, that, that he was, he was the one as, as wonderful as, as Miguel was. Uh, and at least Miguel got a whole episode devoted to him, which was, which was great. And it really just showed, uh, the, the man Miguel was and how much he cared about her and how much he loved Rebecca. Um, and at the same time, just uh, what the Pearson family was, their whole dynamic, uh, their relationships, and, and um, I guess I can go I can main character by main character. It's going to be like a 97-hour podcast. Um, but, uh, and I'm walking home right now and trying to dodge traffic at the same time so this is if I get hit you'll know because I'll probably release it provided I survive but um so I guess let's let's start with Jack um Jack was uh was as if he's a real person who died um I guess the arc with Jack you know growing up in in, in a household where his father wasn't the nicest man, uh, abused his mom. Uh, Jack, Jack was a fixer. So he, he always tried to, he saw a problem and he just tried to fix it. I mean, so much so that he, uh, basically followed his brother to Vietnam, uh, to try to save him. But, you know, which turned out, uh, just it, that, that didn't work. So at least with, with the Jack character, it just showed that, you know, not everything worked out, especially since, you know, because he died, but just, he never got to repair his relationship with Nikki. Um, and it just kind of left it to where they just, they, they never did. They, they never did, um, get back together. And that, and that happens sometimes. Maybe they would have, um, provided, uh, Jack had lived, but uh, it just didn't turn out that way. And just, 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 and just how Jack died was just so tragic and so unexpected, um, uh, due to the fire, and then, and then the guilt that it, uh, that it left with Kate, uh, just carried, carried over into, into Kate's life. Um, and so I'm glad, like, it, it didn't. You know, it was interesting how the kids idealized Jack. But then it showed how imperfect uh, uh, 
for, for lack of a better term, uh, that Jack was, uh, just the pain that he carried and, and, and how he tried to numb that pain through, through, through drinking. Um, and, you, you know, also just trying to fix things and, and not being able to sometimes and how that, and how that affected him. Um, so, um, <clears throat> but it, it, it just showed how, uh, at least we got to see through the flashbacks how much he was missed and, and the memories that, that he uh, sparked in, in his family. Um, so, and then there was, um, there was Rebecca, who seemed like, you know, maybe she wanted, I don't want to say more, but something different, at least at first, you know, striving for a uh, singing career, you know, ironically played by Mandy Moore, who had and has a singing career, started out as a singer, a, a pop singer, and has gone on to do some some great acting work, obviously, in, in This Is Us. Um, and and then it just turned out she she meets Jack, and she, she settles down, and then just foisted upon her with, with the birth of her children, um, uh, how uh, she was the anchor of the family um, when Jack was alive, and especially after, after Jack died, how she was able to fix things herself and to, uh, and to hold things together, uh, whether it's you know, trying to deal with um, young adults, grieving, uh, the grieving herself, and trying to deal with all those dynamics, and then, you know, as she got older and and through through all of her problems, it, really, I think the cast revolved around around Rebecca and the uh, how she just, you know, she she was the sun, she was the sun, and, and everyone else was the planets who, who I think revolved around her and and truly um, the anchor of the show. Um, and then, I guess, while we're sticking with the main adults, we can go to Miguel, who I mentioned earlier. Um, you know, M- Miguel was just a loyal friend, an extremely loyal friend to Jack, and so loyal, in fact, that I think he had feelings for Rebecca, you know, maybe, so- you know, soon after Jack died, but out of respect for Jack. Uh, didn't even want to go there. And then, you know, he moved away, and then... So, and and as they were apart, you know the 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 absence, you know, it just it made the heart grow fonder, and how their relationship developed to where, um, I, you know, it was a, it was just a different relationship compared to compared to the relationship with, with Jack, um, I think they both, filled a need, um, and a void. For each other, but within that void, they they truly, truly loved each other. When Miguel, on the penultimate episode, you know, the, the ghost of Miguel, for if you will, um, you said that she was his favorite person. Again, how he was one planet revolving around um, the, the the Rebecca character, and 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 I, I truly believe she was, you know, just the anchor of that show, and 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 um, and how. You know, his loyalty to, to the very end, literally to the very end, and keeping up with the routine, and, and another fixer, really, uh, like Jack, um, in, in taking care of, of Rebecca um, up until the end, and it just showed a, a long life filled with purpose. He was, a, he was able to reconcile with his son, unlike um, Nikki uh, and Jack. He, he was able to have some closure um, before he died. 
Uh, and so we'll we'll go to the kids. I guess we'll go. Randall was probably my favorite. Not not only just the 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 acting of Sterling K. Brown, who was just stellar, absolutely stellar. Just how. Just even like a facial tick could just like devastate me uh, with his performances, and then when he when he was just able to emote on a on a whole range of um, of emotions, and Randall was um, was was one of my was probably my favorite character because of his his arc, and it's the arc that dealt with with identity identity. Um, not only as a black person growing up with a white family and in a white area, but also um, a black person who was adopted. So you, you have the, 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 the two forces of not only race, but, um, but uh, family. Um, so it's, it's trying to figure out who he is as a black person that, that the show, I think, explored very well. Um, and also just who he is as far as where he comes from uh, and all the issues that come with, with being adopted. Being adopted is a form, you know, it, it can manifest itself uh, as a form of grieving. Um, grieving the person they, they could have been uh, had they not been adopted. Uh, grieving um, their biological family members, what, what, what they could have been, whether the biological family members died or the biological family members for, for any reason had to give the kids up, even if it was a benevolent reason. And, and William, it was a benevolent reason um, that, he gave, that, that he had to give up Randall. But even with that, just that, that void that, that Randall tried to fill. And, and with Randall, and I'll talk about William next, but um, uh, with, with Randall, it was just, you know, it was Beth, who was, you know, great. I just... Um, really summed it up where it's like, okay, worst case scenario, you're just going to go keep on searching. You're going to keep on searching until you reconnect with, with everybody long after they're gone. And I think Randall's story was one of, uh, of a person who was searching. And um, it seemed at the end he truly found who he was and, and, and where he was um, and how he was and why he was. Uh, so just a beautiful, beautiful uh, arc for, for Randall. And I can't believe I forgot William. Um, such, you know, his arc was one of guilt, um, uh, dealing with substance abuse, um, which, you know, later went, went on to Kevin and then um, with, with Nikki as well. And then Kevin's friend, the, the actress from House, I forgot her name, how... Um, how they all uh, dealt with that, but w with William, so it was dealing with the substance abuse issue and then dealing with the guilt that, that just followed him until he, uh, Randall found him and then he was able to have some kind of redemption um, and Randall in, in how he can fix things and sometimes successfully. Um, you know, fixing doesn't necessarily have to be um, a bad thing if you overdo it and if the people don't want to help, yes. Um, but Randall was able to um, uh, take care of, of William up until the end. So, you know, you have Miguel taking care of Rebecca, um, Randall taking care of, of, uh, of William, and um, how, and, and just how William was 
was kind of like Miguel, also able to get closure um, up and up until the end. He, very hard life, very hard life, very tough life, with um, with with not 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 the worst ending. He was able to 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 come out. Um, uh, at least uh, peacefully instead of instead of tragically. Um, so let's go to Kate. Um, so Kate's arc was again one of guilt because she thinks she was responsible for the father's death because the father had to get the dog and um, and then also just dealing with. Um, Especially after Jack died, Jack was her world. You know, talk about I'm talking about planets and the sun. Jack, Jack was Jack was her son, son S U N, because that would be weird S O N. Um, and then when when he died, she was having problems already. But when when he died, it just the 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 shaky foundation that she had fell apart because there was just a, a dependency, and possibly with Jack being the fixer, he was unable to kind of let go. Um, of that, so when when Jack was gone, you know the the house of cards started to fall, and and Kate with um with her issues, especially with with her body and and body image, um followed her uh, for for a lot of her life um, until she found uh, you know just ex- I guess ex- acceptance with that and how she was able to uh, gain confidence by, by finding purpose, um, which, you know, took a while for her, but she found purpose through, you know, through a career, which became a successful career, and, and it seemed like, you know, she would start to open schools. So she, she again, another character through thick and thin, through very tough times. She had some help with, with Kevin, but she really had to, you know, uh, find her own way um, through it all, through through her marriage with Toby, to um, to raising the kids through all her trials and tribulations, to the issues with money, to the issues with you know living separately, uh, to then swing back around to where her life, uh, you know, at least by the last episode, seemed to turn out seemed to turn out all right. Um, but it was, it was quite, quite the struggle, um, in, in how she would deal with, with her own issues. So, you know, when Jack had issues with substance abuse, Kate had issues with, um, again, with body issues and, and, and eating and, and using eating as a, um, as a coping mechanism, which on, on the flip side with, um, uh, her friend's name who had Kevin's, oh God, I'm forgetting her name, but where like they they kind of made a joke out of it where they were in, they met at like an overeaters anonymous type group and and the the friend that she made was um was thin while everyone else was overweight um but I'm glad they had um that episode where it explored uh the the eating disorders and how she would um uh restrict and and use behaviors to deal with with her issues and her pain and then and then it turned out that Kevin had the uh, similar issues as well with body image so it kind of went through the spectrum of you know between Katie and Kevin and um oh god I'm, I'm gonna have to put her name in later but uh uh, Allison, oh God, I'm making that up. But um, how 
how it um, how it explored their similarities, um, and even though they had different different issues, their 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 pain and, and their how they dealt with pain was um, was similar. So let's go to Kevin. Kevin was probably my least favorite character because even though obviously he went through some hard times with substance abuse and, and obviously losing his father, it just always seemed and. You know, they would touch on this as as well on the show. It just he always seemed to just get what he wanted. Things always seemed to work out for Kevin, no matter what. No matter what, he would always come through and be successful and be a millionaire and be a movie star and get all these roles and get. I'm not bitter, but and 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 always get what he and up until the end, really got what he wanted. You know, just found true love. And I think it would have been better. And maybe I'm just sadistic. But I think it would have been better if they had an arc where, you know, maybe for Kevin at the end, it, it didn't work out. Maybe he was alone um, at, at Rebecca's funeral. You know, he, he still had his kids, um, but maybe he never found, you know, maybe what would have made it, you know, kind of melancholy, but, you know, still subtle anyway that he was never able to um, to find, to, to get back... Um, I'm forgetting her name too. His the, the the his first wife, and then they got divorced, and then they um, got back together again at the end. You know, maybe I think it would have been better if there was something missing instead of everybody being so complete at the end. Um, uh, one of my, the best scenes was the group therapy scene where they really hashed it out. And if you can find it on YouTube or if you can get back to the show, that was just really well done, how it just explored their dynamic. And, and his uh, tension with, with Randall was palpable, especially when it dealt with, with race issues and how they had it out. And even though they all fought and they all went through these things, they, they, they did, and there were some big, just knockout, drag out, like emotional fights. They. There, there was always the, the love there for each other because they, they were family and they all grew up together and they all went through so much, you know, the, the big three. Um, so, uh, so I got all the kids. So let's go to the, let's go to the spouses, uh, the, the main spouses. Again, I, I kind of touched on Kevin's wife. She was in, in and out of the picture. You know, they, they grew up together and they got back together, but she wasn't on the, sh- on the show that much. But, uh, so let's go with Toby. Toby certainly was, um, and the actor who played him was also in The Nick, which was a great show. Uh, so it was so funny. He had this Irish accent on in The Nick, and then he had his, I think, believe it was his real voice on This Is Us. But, you know, a likable, nerdy guy where it's kind of like shows how, and, and I'm around their age. I'm 45, and I think the Pearsons were through most of the show in early 40s. Um, so it's like, it's growing up with all the geeky, nerdy stuff, and then you, instead of abandoning that in adulthood, you, you kind of take that with you. Even even though you're still kind of adult, you, you kind of hang on to the things that, that you enjoy. And, you know, uh, my apartment is not unlike Toby's place with the movie posters hanging around and all the sci-fi stuff. And I don't have any kids, but I do have a nephew. And uh, my nephew's, oh, he's a young man now. But uh, growing up, you know, it's just getting him all into hoping that he was into Star Wars and sci-fi and, and geeky stuff. And uh, now that geek is a... Uh, is a um, uh, compliment and it's, instead of a pejorative, it's it's nice to um, have that. But so I, I share similarities with with Toby that way, and um, and again, just how Toby was able to cope with his pain, just just going through depression and and um, 
how he wasn't able to deal with stuff sometimes, just the pressure of life and trying to, again, fix things and trying to keep things together and his tension, especially with Kevin and Randall too, was just palpable. Like, and when he, it was such a great scene when he and Kate had it out where it's like, I cannot be Jack or at least the idealized version of who they thought really thought Jack was because you know sometimes when when somebody dies you know you 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 only remember the greatest parts of them uh, and, and tend to the, the the parts that weren't so memorable to tend to fall by the wayside so that, that scene was so powerful when 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 uh, Toby had it out with her and then you know and then that last episode where he just admitted he just still loved her like I think he met someone at the coffee shop, but I don't know if they were together, at least not at Rebecca's funeral, they weren't, so. But still, it, uh, similar to, so if, if they were together, it's just like similar to um, uh, Miguel and Rebecca and Jack and Rebecca, where, you know, uh, Rebecca still loved Jack, and that's okay, and, and that's okay. You can, you know, have these two conflicting feelings at once and it sounded like Toby did um, and his arc was interesting just again trying to find purpose at work and 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 at life and, and balancing things and it just didn't work out for 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 a bunch of reasons and I like how they had the tension uh, with with the family um, and so I can move on to to Beth and uh, it was so funny R&B that was, I think that was the first time they did that. And just her relationship with, with Randall is just, they really support each other. And just the, how they were able to just kind of, even in the most serious moments, kind of joke around with each other, um, you know, using humor as a, a defense mechanism. Um, but how she was the anchor of, of her family. Uh, how she went, especially when Randall just would just fall apart would absolutely fall apart. She was there uh, to, to help and support him. And then going through the arc of her own with um, her mother uh, just being controlling and, and, and how she was able to, to deal with that and then through the death of her father and, um, and then dealing with the ups and downs of the dance studio where eventually she was able to... You see, that was one thing. I, I, I would have I, I liked at least one character to work a job that they fucking hated because it just seemed like every character kind of loved their job at the end. And, and, um, but then again, Randall and Beth, I think, at least at the beginning, didn't like their job. So they, they ended up at a job they liked. And I don't know. I'm similar way. I had jobs that I absolutely hated, and then I'm fortunately to be in a job that I like right now. So okay, I take that back. But um, you know, uh, such a such a strong uh, character. It was a, a supporting role, but you know, supporting roles are, are important too, um, in how they uh, interact with with the main characters. And she was just someone who, again, I think used a lot of humor as a def defense mechanism, um, and at the same time, just had her. Uh, you know, as we all do, just anxiety and, and just pressures and, and how she dealt with that was, um, was, uh, was very well done. And eh, let's go with Nikki because there were some episodes with Nikki as well. It was, um, you know, how, it, how they, they 
he and Jack kind of diverged to where obviously they were brought up in the same household, but same household and family dynamics. They're uh, people are at uh, d- different different ages, so the the age in which they brought up counts. How they were treated by each parent based on their age counts. And um, Nikki was, uh, while Jack I guess was more of the bruiser and more of the the tougher guy, uh, the older brother wanting to take care of things, wanting to fix things. Nikki seemed the the more uh, quiet and sensitive type. So when he did get drafted to Vietnam, uh, you know, you, you would wonder, like, could he have, would he survive this? And he did survive this, but um, a part of him was, was left there. And it took an incredibly, an incredibly long time for him to, um, for him to help himself, um, for, for him to, with, with the help of Kevin, with the support of Kevin, but it was a lot of resistance for him to um, finally dig himself out of what he was going through because he was, he was suicidal. And, you know, maybe if, if Kevin didn't show up, he, he would have eventually died by, by suicide. Uh, thankfully, he didn't. You know, Griffin Dunn's just a great actor. He was in one of my favorite movies called Johnny Dangerously, and he's just been in a lot of things uh, since then. But it, it was, I was so glad to see him uh, in this and, and how he was a, a recurring character. And just, you know, just I always think of, and, and they touched on it, what he was like in that trailer, and, 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 but just what he went through since coming back from Vietnam and, and losing... I mean, he lost his brother, I think, even before he knew his brother was dead. And uh, just that abandonment and or that void um, of not having that support and not having that family mixed in with substance abuse and mixed in with PTSD, uh, it's, it's a very, very lethal combination. And, you know, uh, and Kevin did have the means to, to help his, his uncle out. And Kevin himself... Uh, was a fixer. He had a lot of resources, uh, so it made it easier writing-wise because, oh, Kevin's a millionaire. He's just able to just pay a, throw a bunch of money at something because he's this famous actor, so he was able to do it, not have to worry about uh, the pressures of a job um, that, that Toby did. So they, they had that juxtaposition between Kevin and Toby where Toby was falling apart and feeling all this pressure, and, and Kevin's like, well, I can help you, and Toby's like, I don't want your help. I just, you know, for whatever reason, pride or just not wanting to become dependent on Kevin his personal feelings towards Kevin could have been a factor as well. His ego could have been a factor as well. Um, and Nikki was kind of the same way with, with that resistance. Um, but through Kevin's help and support, you know, and, and Nikki said that at the last episode, you know, again, using humor uh, as, a, as a way to, uh, as, as, you know, a coping mechanism or just, just a, a way to really shine light on such a serious subject and such a grim uh, event, for lack of a better term, as, as a funeral. So a great performance by, by Griffin Dunn and, and a really good character arc for Kevin. Just the writing on this show, um, I don't know how they did it, but just how the writers and just, just the whole putting together of the show, how they were able to um, push every emotional button that I have to where I was really, really just a mess, a good mess at the, at the end of the show. So, so kudos for, for helping me feel because um, that, that's, I think that's why I, I turn to music and movies so much because it's just easier. They, they help me feel, you know, because we, we go through life because it may not, we have a social contract with each other where it may not be appropriate to, um, 
to just start screaming and crying uh, in the middle of a supermarket somewhere. But in, in the safety of your and comfort of your own home, hopefully, uh, the safety and comfort of your own home, you're able to show those emotions and, and music and movies and TV, especially a show like This Is Us, is it's, it's, they're, they're able to, to, to help get it out of us. And once we get those feelings out, we um, feel better or at the very least um, less worse about, about the things. And, you know, and, and growing up, especially me growing up as a boy in, I was born in 76, so growing up as a, uh, as a, as a child in the 80s, as an adolescent in the 90s, it really, at least where I was from, looked down upon if, it was acceptable if, if, if a boy and a, and, a, and a young man was angry. It wasn't acceptable if we cried. Because then it'd be like, what, what do you, you know, in, insert derogatory word, in, insert homophobic and misogynistic word in there. Um, and then you'll know what it was like growing up like that. And, you know, and, 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 as, and, and as men, we could hold that all in. And when we hold that all in, it, uh, it sometimes finds just a terrible way to come out, whether it's anxiety, depression, uh, uh, turning to uh, substance abuse, because that's, you know, having a drink is an acceptable way to deal with the, quote-unquote, acceptable way to deal with the pain, at least at least the, back then it was shown as, ah, oh, you know, have a drink, you'll be all right, or, you know, hey, chin up, you know, uh, you know, or, you know, through violence and fighting, like, all these destructive mechanisms, instead of, like, I don't know, getting together with a friend and saying, hey, man, can we talk? And maybe crying with your friend or giving your friend a hug or screaming or shouting and, 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 and having a space to do that. And, and thankfully, now it's, a, it's, it's more acceptable to you know, go see a therapist as a man and, and, and hopefully really break down those walls, at least in that room with, with a professional uh, where they can hear you and, and give you space to, to emote those feelings, regardless of what they are, whether they're socially acceptable or not, uh, to give you that space where society and maybe members of your family or friends, maybe they, they wouldn't. Um, so that's my tangent about music, movies, therapy, TV, and all that. Some of my favorite things. Um, but, but, but back to, to This Is Us, just a well-crafted show, masterfully acted, um, thoughtfully written, uh, just a great, a great job overall. And um, it's interesting. It's one of those shows that I know I'll miss, but I'm not, I'm not devastated that it ended. I thought it ran its course. And, you know, it's, it, it's, it, it's good. It's, it's good. You know, and, and I usually, with shows I really liked and I really liked This Is Us, I was like, no, you can't end. Please don't let it end. And with This Is Us, it's like, I don't know. It's just coming to terms with, you know, when a show dies, it's, it's accepting. It's accepting that it ends and being, and being okay with that. Just like Rebecca lived a full life, did a good thing, and, um, and was able to... Uh, to go out peacefully and uh, not necessarily, not really on her own terms. That was, that was hard, just how just her mind started wasting away. And that's just, ugh, like, yeah, that, that, that's a really tough thing for me to, to watch. And, and how the show did it, how it just showed her slowly uh, starting to slide down. Uh, that, that, was, that was incredibly uh, painful, at least for me, to... Um, to see that because I've had family members with something similar and it's just like, you know, with, with a, a, a like debilitating, um, 
a thing like like Alzheimer's or dementia. It's the person experiencing it experiences pain up to a certain point, but then they don't realize that 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 it's even them anymore experiencing it. It's it's the it's the family members who have to watch this happen. And uh, the best you can do when when it comes to something like that is they they may not remember that maybe you did something great for them, you know, a day ago. They may not even remember who you are, but they do know in those moments that you treated them lovingly, kindly, and, and, and with respect. They, they, they will, for those moments, realize that in those tiny moments. And, and Jack spoke about those, you know, remembering, just, just grasping to those, to those moments. Um, and so that was a you know good scene where he was. Now that I'm like you know that age, it's it's true. It's just you know when when you're young, at least for me, I can't wait to grow up. I can't wait to get out of here. I can't wait to do that. And now that I'm 45, how old? Am I? Yeah, 45. Uh, it's um, it's some some part of me wants to go back and you know right the wrongs, uh, but. Uh, there's another part of me that appreciates the moment I'm in, appreciates, you know, through all the hardships, especially this day and age with COVID and with all the just garbage that's going on, uh, appreciating that I'm here right now and semi-comfortable, pretty comfortable, pretty comfortable, actually. Um, uh, mentally, I'm all right. Physically, I'm, I'm really good. Um, and just um, trying to appreciate those moments um, while having a healthy fondness of the past without getting too nostalgic and um, having plans for the future that hopefully will come to fruition. But we'll see. And if they don't, you know, at least I could try and hopefully accept things um, that, that maybe didn't turn out. We all can't be Kevin Pearson, you know. So anyway, once again, I'm not bitter. So uh, if you're not bitter after listening to this podcast and you want to listen to more of it, feel free to, you know, listen to other ones and rate and share and review. Um, and uh, you can also find me on Twitter at MMAMPodcast. You can email me at MMAMPodcast at gmail.com. And you can find me on Facebook at MMAMPodcast. And... Uh, since COVID started, or at the very beginning of it, it's still going on, folks, so the numbers are pretty high. Uh, please be careful out there, and, and please get information, not only of COVID, just for every topic. Really empower yourself with, with, with knowledge from credible sources. That's how you know, and that's how you can, speaking of coping, that's how at least I cope with things. Uh, so get your information from credible sources. Try not to listen to somebody who makes you mad. If, if, if you know that you're really mad and they start to rile you up, you know it may not be the best source. You know, uh, punditry, punditry has its place, but you really want to have a knowledge base of, of, um, of news. So you can get that from New York Times, USA Today, NPR, BBC, uh, Washington Post, just to name a few. It's excellent work there and journalists are are my heroes because they they know how to disseminate information in a truly fair and balanced way not like other places who say they're fair and balanced so all right i think you've heard enough from me so i'm gonna go now and uh until next time folks talk to y'all later bye